Podcasting from London, Ontario, Canada. This is the Lovers, the Dreamers, and You. An interview show where creative people talk about what inspires them to pursue their dreams and do what they love. And now, your host, Karis Thomas. Hi-ho, Karis Thomas here with the Lovers, the Dreamers, and you. I know it's been a long time since we've put out a podcast, but we have a good excuse for that, sort of. We've been really, really busy with tons of creative things. Uh, We did the Oklahoma, and I then worked on a production of Peter Pan, and it's just been go, go, go with us crazy creative folks. And now I'm looking back on some of the creative things I've done, and there's been a lot of involvement with young people. Now, that's nothing new for me, seeing as I teach young people all the time, but this past spring, I got to be the choreographer for a production of Peter Pan Jr. at Original Kids, and we had such a great bonding family sort of time with these kids that um, after the show was over, we actually went to see another show as a cast. Almost everyone was able to join, as well as some of the mums and dads who had volunteered to support the show. And we went to see a production of Alice. Uh, at the Palace Theatre, put on by The Light Company, which again was youth. And during the show, intermission and that sort of thing, I got to ask some of the Peter Pan kids who were in the audience what they thought about the show. So this week's podcast consists of some of their thoughts about theatre and what it means to them and what that experience does for them as a young person growing up and also for their skills and their talents as they grow to be mature contributing members of society and in the city of London here young people have tons tons literally tons of opportunities to perform there's dance companies there's shows in high schools there's the original kids theater company there's the light program at the palace and there's all of this wonderful stuff going on and Lo and behold, next week at the Palace, March 28th starting, is MTP's production of Gypsy. And of course, for those of you who know musicals, you know that is a big cast that spans a good amount of time. And there are kids in that production as well. Well, I decided to sit down with a few of the kids from that show and ask them what they felt about being in a big show. And turns out a lot of them have worked with light and original kids and done shows in their schools and London community players really an experienced group of youngsters so you're going to hear from them and I was very fortunate they were able to sit down and talk with me during their tech weekend very busy kids but very dedicated and committed to their creative process so sit back relax and listen to the young voices the voices of our future really in this wonderful creative community that we live in thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on the lovers the dreamers and you So I'm here with members of the cast of Peter Pan from Original Kids Theatre Company, and we are watching Alice in Wonderland at the Palace Theatre. So I want to ask you, Will, are you enjoying the show so far? Yes. 
What was your favorite thing that from the first part of the show? Probably um, uh, the last song, Zippity Doo Dah. That was lots of lively energy and everybody on stage, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think is um, important for young people doing shows? Why do you think they should do them? Um, I think kids should do shows because it really lets them become like their own character. And they don't really need to follow the rules. They can kind of just like create a character themselves and yeah. Oh, yeah. And become like a new person. Yeah. If there was one character up there on the stage in Alice right now that you wanted to be, who would it be and why? I probably want to be the caterpillar because I love caterpillars. So <laughs> I think that's a really good answer. Um, now, what about you, Kiana, as being stage manager of Peter Pan? Can you imagine what it's like to be stage manager of these 60 kids? That's insane. Um Honestly, I love working with kids, but I feel like I might be a little overwhelmed with 60 of them. And how adorable were they when all the little bushes and flowers oh, came out? Oh. Everybody everybody into the mic, how adorable was that? The most oh, adorable, adorable. Thing I've ever seen. Yeah, like, I wanted to applaud right then, didn't you? My, yes. My reading buddy from last year was one of the They're flowers. The They're so cute. Oh like reading buddy in a younger grade? Yeah, in, at my school. And what grade were you in? Um, what do you mean? When you were her reading buddy, what grade were you in? Oh, grade five, so last year. And she was in? She was in grade two. So adorable. And how about the costumes? What did you think of the costumes? They're very fancy, and I love the flower costumes. Like, the flower girls, I'm like, they're all amazing costumes. And what do you think they would think uh, if they got a chance, because some of them did get a chance to come and see your show, what do you think they would think was different or the same? Um, probably, like, the difference is, like, our theater's a bit smaller, but we have, like, we have a bit more, um, uh, like, like lighting stuff, like, our lighting, and we have more props, Yeah. Our lighting's different. Like, we have a lot more, like, lighting right. effects and stuff. Right. Yeah. So we're, right now, so everybody who's listening knows, we're in a theater that seats 350 to see Alice. And where we did Palette, uh, where we did Peter Pan, uh, it only seats 100 people. So when you guys performed Peter Pan, the audience was right close to you. What do you think that feels like? You know what that feels like. What do you think it feels like for these guys in this show? Well, there's many more seats here, obviously, and um, I think the how the stage is kind of built um, because it's on it's higher than ours. Like, although the seats aren't like like the seats aren't lower like ours, but um, since the stage is kind of higher, you're kind of like looking almost down at everyone. But for us, we're kind of on almost the same level as everyone. Right. So I think we're more like near the audience, and so I think they feel like you know they're more farther out. Yeah, we're definitely at the Sprit where we did Peter Pan. It's much more intimate and close. And here at the Palace, it's huge and spread out. What do you think uh, about the sound for this show in comparison? Some of you guys had to wear mics. How many mics do you think are on this stage? Well, it sounds like everybody has mics, really, because everybody's so loud. But at every point in the show, you can you can hear one of their mics going off. So I'd say about everybody has a mic, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. It feels like everyone has a mic, and then suddenly you can hear that, okay, somebody it's in that so isn't long. isn't mic'd. But they're really doing a great job of balancing the sound, don't you think? Like, you guys know how hard it is. What do you think? Um, like, of how they're doing balancing the sound? Yeah, yeah I think it's really good. Um, 
And I like that uh, they, I'm pretty sure they have a live orchestra, yeah? They, no, it's the oh, Peter Pan. there's like a director dude there. Or yeah. like, yeah, okay. They, they, they've decided to have the music director conduct. Oh, okay, okay. I just like was switching a live orchestra. But um, yeah, I think like maybe, I don't know, I figured maybe not so many of them would have a mic because like there's so many people in the cast. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, I guess, I don't know. They just like all have a mic probably. I don't know why, but you know. It's okay. So whoever's doing sound is doing a great job yeah. balancing it. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, because there's many mics, as you can tell there. Yeah. yeah. Must be kind of hard. So what are you looking forward to for the second half? I don't know. Just some, uh, hopefully it's maybe the same as the first half because <laughs> it, it's been good so far. I don't know how long it is, so I'm going to... Make sure that, I don't know, I just do something that won't make me mad. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, Eden, you just joined us. What are you looking forward to in the second part of the show? Probably the costumes because they're, like, so fun and bright and cool. And I'm sure there's even more because I've heard there's, like, almost 100 costumes in this show. Hey, Megan, as our dance captain for Peter Pan, what did you think of the dancing so far in this production? I loved it. Yes. Anything in particular that was your favorite? The, the, the one with the Tweedledee and Tweedledum thingy. That was really fun and intricate, wasn't it? Yeah, that was really interesting. I love the costumes with the big puffy stuff at the waist. And wasn't it great that two young girls were willing to look like big, silly, dumb characters who were, like, really fat? Yeah. That's... Not every girl would do that. Yeah, they've got a lot of guts. I agree. Not every girl would, ag- would agree to look like that. I'm wearing my Alice Keith in honor of the show? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's going to be intermission, uh, end of intermission soon. Hey, you, what is your favorite part of the show so far? When Alice turns big and small. That's a really cool effect. Um, how would you describe it to somebody who's only listening to this because they can't see us? Well, Alice drinks a potion, and then she's small, and then she eats a cookie. And then she's big, and she's upset each time. So just magically they make it happen? Or can you describe theatrically what they do on the stage? Come on, you're a smart drama person. Come on. Well, they turn, and then they switch parts each and every time. And both the Alices are really good actresses, don't you think? Yes. Which part would you like to play if you got to be in this show? Normal Alice. Normal size Alice? Cool. Well, thanks, everybody, from Peter Pan for talking to me. And thank you for being on the podcast. I hope you enjoy Act 2. We'll talk to you later. Say bye. Bye. I'm here with Mark, the musical director for Alice. And how are you feeling as you are nearly close this show? I'm feeling fantastic, but I'm also sad that it's ending. And was it a fulfilling experience? Yes, it was. I love all these kids very much, and all the cast, the crew, the staff, everybody. You were saying it was the perfect show for you. Why is that? To be honest with you, because I only had to come for rehearsal once a week, (laughs) and that worked really well within my schedule. That's fair. That's fair. I'm also here with Kezia, who learned how to run the lighting board. How much fun was that? 
It was pretty exciting. I mean, I've never been up in the tech booth before, so I really liked that perspective on a show. And actually being able to watch it, too, that was really cool. I liked it. So are you maybe going to be more interested in tech things in the future? I think so, definitely. I would like to be more well-rounded in theater, not just, like, on stage, but all the backstage technicalities of it as well. I, I don't know. I really enjoy all of that. As someone who's been on stage and you know how important it is when you're a young person to get a chance to be on stage, what do you think it meant for these young people to be in this show? I think that it's really important to them. Actually, I was talking to Melody about one of the kids in the show and how they were extremely shy and wouldn't really talk to a lot of people before the show. And even like during rehearsals, like watching her grow and being more sociable and everything, it's, I just find it absolutely incredible how much theater can help like students and like children like mm-hmm. her. And, and what does it feel like to be in a show where the, this, audience, this theater seats 350 people? How does it feel to be a part of something where every seat is sold and the place is jam-packed? It's amazing. It makes you feel like you're a part of a community, not just with the people on stage, but the audience as well. It, I feel like it's just a humongous like connection. It's super to have that support, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. Great. Thanks for talking with us. See you next time. Yeah, thank you. Hey, everybody. It's Karis Thomas here, back again. And I am with some of the members of the cast of Gypsy, about to open at the Palace Theater. So I'm going to ask them all to introduce themselves. Here we go. I'm Leela Szyzielski, and I'll be playing Baby Louise. I'm Matthew McDonald-Smith, and I'll just be a newsboy. I'm Matt DeCour, and I'll also be a newsboy. I'm Noah Descanio, and I play Clarence the clarinet player and a newsboy. My name is Brett Martin, and I'm a newsboy and a talent kid. I'm Matt Sanders, and I'm a newsboy. Excellent. Uh, it's great to meet all of you. Um, some of you I know from before, from other shows, and some of you I, I'm meeting for the first time. And my, my first question is, what for you uh, is the coolest thing about being in this particular show? So I'm just going to go over you, Matt. Um, it's just having fun doing scenes and... It's just all about experience, basically, about being in the show, making new friends, and just having fun. The actual plot of this show is kind of like being in a new show and making new friends. Uh, Do you guys see that sort of parallel? Are you having fun with the storyline? Anybody want to? You're in a show that's about being in a show that's about being in a show. Is that weird, or is it like parallel to your life, or is it just fun? Um, it's really interesting because you get to act, but at the same time you get to have be yourself, but you're still acting. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense to you guys? That's, that's kind of what you were going to say. <laughs> oh, layers upon layers upon layers of dreams and real reality and stuff like that. Um, Matthew, uh, am I correct that you have parental involvement in this show? Can you tell us about that? Um, yes, my dad is the director, and also my mom is um, playing, uh, I think, Tessie Tura. So what is it like to come to rehearsal all the time with your parents? Um, it has its ups and downs. Okay, tell us about some ups. Um, like for instance, most of the people here are already familiar with me or with my parents. 
So it's sort so it's so it's going to into an environment where everyone sort of knows knows you and your background. So you feel comfortable and like you already have friends. Yes. Yes. Now tell us some of the downs. I go to rehearsals a lot. <laughs> so like even when you're not supposed to be there doing anything. Yeah, sometimes when I'm not supposed to be doing, not supposed to be there. Yeah, although I'm 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 at, I'm starting to get, I'm at the age where I can stay home for some time. So it it's a double-edged sword. You get free time at home, but sometimes you also just have to hang out. Am I right? Mm, yes. Yes. Do you enjoy watching other people rehearse? Definitely, it's much better than rehearsing myself. Oh, really? You like to? So you're a future director, am I right? I'm not so sure about that, but um. Perhaps, perhaps. How many of you have done a show before this one? Put up your hands and I'll tell the audience. Oh, all of the hands went up. So um, you don't have to tell the audience every single show that you did, but I'm going to go around in order and just pick like one or two that you've done before this and maybe who you did it with, if it was MTP or Original Kids or Light or In Your School or whatever. Okay, so um, all, the t all the shows I've done were with Original Kids and my two favorite ones were The Little Mermaid and Oliver. Little Mermaid. I have vague recollections of that. It was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah. You were the star, right? I was Sebastian. And you were awesome, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Matt, what about you? Um, I was in Bye Bye Birdie um, a, a few years ago. And then also, um, well, I, I announced I did some uh, um, crew help with Jersey um, Chaperone. Okay, and how about you, sir? Um, with Original Kids, I did Titanic the Musical. And I was a small role because I was just 11 then. Noah was in that same show. And I just recently did Captain Louie, another Broadway show. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. I saw Titanic. It was amazing. You guys did a great job. How about you? Uh, all my other shows were with original kids as well. My two favorite were The Sound of Plaid and Titanic. Excellent choices for favorites. What about you, sir? Um, I did a lot of shows with original kids and light theater company here during the summer but i think that three of my favorite shows i've ever done are uh, white christmas with musical theater productions to kill a mockingbird with um london community players and drayton i mean the oliver with drayton with drayton that is a well-rounded portfolio and how about you um, I have done a lot of MTP shows, and, well, my two favorite shows i ever done would probably be Elf at the Grand Theater and Susicle the Musical at, for MTP. A lot of MTP shows. How many is a lot of MTP shows? Like five or six. That's a crazy amount. That's wonderful. Um, so we have a wide variety of experience here with Light, with Original Kids, with MTP, with LCP, with Drayton, and with The Grand. Um, tell me, being such young actors, what is it about doing theater that, that is like cool for you, that keeps you coming back? I'm going to go reverse order this time. Um, it just, it's like making new friends is always fun. The experience, and it's like, you know that's what you want to do when you're older, so why not start while you're younger and do it, so. Okay. I like it because you meet a lot of new people in the, when you're doing it, and you also get to, like, show other people what you, what people can do ah. in the, in, like, the city that you're in, and it's just, like, Spreading out like shows and talents that people might not know exist in the city to other people. 
Uh, I like the watching everybody's process during it, how like everybody's so shy and timid during the first rehearsal, then everybody kind of becomes friends and opens up and all of their acting and stuff improves over time. Okay. I really like, <clears throat> I like seeing the show like before the auditions and everything, getting my script for the first time and reading it over. It's just, just mere words on paper. Then like through the re rehearsal process, I like seeing it like build from the ground. And I just like meeting the new people, like seeing how the show turns out. I really like, I like theater overall. I find it really fun. Um, my favorite part about um, being about doing theater is being with like with like-minded people, like uh, Matt who Matt who just who just who just who was just talking. I've been in about three, four, or five shows with him already. <laughs> yeah, and um, and and now we're and now we're pretty good friends. Um, I like meeting new people, and I also like being with the same people and people who think the same way. And I really like acting because I like putting myself in someone else's shoes and just forgetting about real life for a little bit. So that's nice. Those are all cool answers, and I like that you all had a similar theme of meeting new people and, and opening up and going through the process. If And some of you said that this is something you'd like to study or go on to do. If this wasn't what you wanted to go on to do, what from doing theater has maybe built a skill in you that you think is going to be useful later on in future. Anybody want to jump in? Okay. So, for instance, if, 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 you have a crummy, if you have a crummy job and, and you really don't like it, you can use your acting skills to, um, to portray that you, actually, that, that you actually like your job. <laughs> That's a really good skill to have when you, like, you, know, you work a terrible retail job and it's Christmas time and everybody's being real mean. You've got to find some way to put a happy spin on it. Do you have other ones? Um, I think acting really helps you um, with your communication skills, and that is really useful in a lot of jobs if you're going to do presentations and stuff. So, yeah. I really think it would help me, like, in everyday life, like, because I meet a lot of new people in it, and I might, like, run into them, and they'll be like, oh, hi, Matt. And, like, like normally, if I didn't do theater, I'd have no idea who they are. And, like, now that I do it, I know a lot of different people. Like, if, like I run into a lot of people daily that I know. Mm -hmm. I can talk to them. Um, it helps you to work with different types of people because you work with so many different people over the years. And so when you're older and you have a job, then if there are people you don't necessarily agree with and that kind of stuff, it helps you deal with that. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? That's kind of like what Noah said about, like, getting to know different kinds of people. And also, I would probably have to say commitment and social skills. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, it would probably help you with facing your fears, because going on that stage is pretty hard, and being in front of your friends and everything, and singing and acting. So That is a really good one. How many of you are either in high school or about to be in high school? I'll tell them how many hands. Okay, so is, is anyone actually already in high school? Okay, so two of you are in high school. What grade are you in? I'm in grade 10. And you, Leah? Grade 10. So did being in shows help that transition to high school? Were you more confident or were you, uh, or did it make you like retreat and you had to use your, your social skills to get confident again or, or did it help at all? Um, I think it did make me more confident and because theater does help with social, social skills because you meet more people then and, and it, like, it helps you be able to talk to people and it's, yeah, I don't know what to say. How about you, Noah? I think it helped because it made me more personable and like, open up to people more than instead of just being really introverted. And what about you guys? You're all, you all had your hands up for being almost going to high school. What grades are you in? Eight. Seven. Seven. Eight. 
So two of you are going into high school next year. Are you excited or thrilled or scared or, or you're not just worried at all? What do you, you want to say? Um, I'm pretty happy knowing that my sister comes home every day happy, saying it's going to be so fun when you go to high school and stuff like that. So she just tells me good things. That's cool. What about you? I'm just feeling pretty laid back about it because um, I'm just going to try and um, let the future um, happen in the future. So, yeah, you guys all sound like you're really, you know, confident and ready for whatever unfolds. Uh, what about for this show? Uh, this is your tech weekend. This is the really long weekend. Are you, are you up for it? Are you exhausted? Are you bored? Or, or how are you feeling this weekend? Oh, um, I'm kind of stressed out, but I'm excited and I'm really happy about it. Um, it we're getting really close, so all the um, excitement is just building up but at the same time we're getting to the time where we have to start worrying about our quick changes and lights and how everything's going to work and being quiet backstage so it's getting a little stressful mm-hmm. yeah um just like lila said um yeah we're very we're all, we're all very excited but we're also quite stressed at the same time i really like this tech weekend because like like Really, it's a lot of fun because you have a show, you get to perform it, like you you get to like perfect it. You can just like put the cherry on top, and you can you can really just like it's still stressful, but it's fun to like polish it off. Like now you know, like you're finally done, you have a show. Anyone want to add? I'd say that I'm not really stressed about it or anything because I'm kind of used to it now. One thing that I would have to say is that I'm probably exhausted from it because I also have I'm trying to keep up with work and also there's like selections for uh, grade four going on at my school right now. So there's like a lot of kids like out of class and everything because they're trying to help with help out with it and everything. So just trying to stay on top of schoolwork also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love Tech Week because it's like you're like basically your first look of how the show's coming along and. The lights, how like, how it looks good. It's almost. I always love that moment when the cast comes in and sees the set and goes, "Oh wow! I never thought it would look so good." Did you guys have some of those moments? Yeah, nodding looks really good on radio. How about you all say yes or no? Three, two, one. Yes. yes. Was there a particular set piece that uh, you were like, "Oh, that is that's my favorite." Does anyone have a favorite so far? Okay. Definitely the, the amount of doors because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because sometimes when I'm when I'm late for um, a scene, I just walk through the door and, and go on on stage. <laughs> um, we have this set piece and it's a door and it's like a barn door and it has a little sun on the side and the other side's a train. I thought that was really cool. It's very adorable. It's one of the first set pieces I saw. Um, I really like how they added the curtain like last night without us like knowing, and it's like just really cool how it, they. Is that the silvery gray one? Yeah. That was created for a show I directed. I'm very proud it's getting used again. That was Follies here at the Palace MTP. My favorite isn't really a set piece as it is a prop, but the cow head. (laughs) Yeah, the cow is always a star in this show. So if we're asking about favorite things about the show, do you guys have a favorite number? Oh, the hands are shooting up. Let's go. Okay, if you're going to answer something else, go ahead. You tell me your favorite blank. Um, my favorite, like, part about the show is just seeing the dog. 
the dog is so cute and petting it and being with it. It's been... Is the dog well behaved? Yeah, it's really, really trained. It's... It like never barks. That's amazing because I've had to act with a dog too, and it you can't always count on it. What else did you guys want to add as your favorite blank? Um, my favorite moment in the show is sort of like marching out onto the stage like after a quick change we're all like in really flashy costumes like we're, we're after like this is a scene just after we're in like kind of shabby sort of clothes and then like just like under a minute later we march on all flashy like with like America. vests on <laughs> yeah America. yeah american hats everything it's really fun and am I right, Becky Lenko is your costume designer, and I saw some pictures, I believe, that you posted just a couple days ago. Uh, as per usual, it looks like she's done some amazing work, am I right? Yeah, they're really, really amazing, and a lot of the costume pieces, they actually made like themselves from scratch, and that's kind of really amazing. We have really flashy blue jackets and really high top hats. She doesn't skimp when it comes to flash, that's for sure. I recognize some other costumes from Follies. The white ones with the sparkly skirts and the feather headdresses, those were from Follies too, also made by Becky. I can't wait to see all the glitz and glamour. Anybody else have a favorite they want to add? Well, for me, it's probably the storyline because I've never really done a show with the storyline, with the plot like this. And also, my favorite number is probably either All I Need Is The Girl or... Mr. Goldstone. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, I really like the scene we, we, where we do um, a military routine and we change into our older selves. Um, that's a really cool transition to see. And when, you're, when we go off stage, we see the person who's playing the older pers- version of ourselves. And it's like, what? <laughs> what just happened? And I think it's going to look really amazing with the strobe lights. So, um, question for you guys. If you had, if, if you only had one sentence to say to the audience out, out there, this is why you should come see this show, what, what would you say to them? Is there a reason? Why should you buy a ticket and come and see Gypsy? It is awesome. Come see it. <laughs> That's a good reason. Caroline the Cow is the best thing in the world. You have to see Caroline the Cow. That is also a good reason. Any others? There's a cow, a dog, a lamb, and curly blonde wigs, and... They're all pretty amazing. <laughs> okay, Matt? Um, they're the really cute girl, little girl, and that's why you should come see it. And she's really flexible and really great at dancing. So, Excellent. Noah? Uh, the cast is very talented, and we give it our all. These are all great reasons. You got another one to add? Okay. There's a little girl who sits in a newsstand that's like a crate, and the inside looks like it was painted with Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Um, see, now I'm so curious. I want to know what that is. So um, before we say goodbye and sign off and, and tell people to come and see Gypsy, which opens on March 28th here at the Palace, you have a big gala opening night. Um, can I ask you guys to just sing like a little bit of something that you sing in the show? And I'll just put the microphone in the middle. Yeah? Okay. Um, do you need me to count you in? Or, yeah, like five, six, seven, eight. Will that do? Okay, here we go. Microphone in the middle. Gather around. Five, six, seven, eight. Extra, extra. Hey, look at the headlines. Historical news is being made. Extra, extra. They're drawing a red line around the greatest scoop of a decade. Awesome. Thanks for joining us at The Lovers, The Dreamers, and You. We'd love to hear from you. And you can do that at theloversthedreamersandyou.com or by finding us on Twitter or Facebook. 
This has been a Luke Bainbridge production. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, and we'll see you next time for another edition of The Lovers, The Dreamers, and You. Life's like a movie. Write your own ending. Keep believing. Keep pretending. We've done just what we've set out to do. Thanks to the lovers, the dreamers, and you. Is ook.